Hi guys, welcome back to the Nevermind Polly podcast. My name is Matt, I am your host, and this is the first off-the-record podcast of the year. Off-the-record is the spin-off show to the main show on the main feed, uh, in which it's myself and my beautiful fiancé, soon-to-be wife, Rebecca, and we talk about our lives, we talk about music, we talk about fun things. So, without any further uh, waffle, this is Rebecca. Hello. Hello. Oh, and the cat wants to Oh my to god, make. the cat just made the biggest, like, meow ever. If you're watching this on YouTube, this is the opportunity to see the cat. <laughs> he He's very, very fussy this morning. You can keep hold of the cat. Um, how are you? You right? Yeah, I'm really, really good. It's been... We, we had Christmas. Christmas was good, wasn't it? Yeah, it was really good. It was busy. New Year was a bit quieter, but Christmas were really... We're really, really busy, but it, it was great, wasn't it? We had it, a good day. It was really, really good. But we've got a lot to get through today. So on the show today, we have live reports, live reviews from As December Falls, Spanish Love Songs, um, Bring Me the Horizon. We also went to a couple of theatre shows. We've got a couple of albums that caught our attention, more me, more than you. Um, but yeah, and hopefully some great banter as I've put in my notes. Okay, so we started the year off by going to London Town, didn't we, dear? We did. And do you want to tell everyone how much you love Moulin Rouge as a thing? Just before we get into the into the theatre production, just as a concept, the Moulin Rouge, yeah, it's yeah. your favourite thing. So. Yeah, it's my favourite musical ever. I've always wanted to see it. I love the film. The first time I actually watched the film, I was actually in college, and one of my boyfriend at the time was like, oh, well, watch this, and I'm just like, what the hell is this? This is like the most weirdest, randomest thing I've ever seen in my life, and I absolutely despised it. But then as time went on, I absolutely loved it um and then when it came out in like theaters and stuff like that i was like oh my god i really want to see this like you know what i mean like cause i love the film um never got an opportunity to see it and then yeah i just love the story and like it is really sad and it's just like different emotions like like love and happiness and you know things like that and then that's tragedy tra- i can't say it, tragedy as well tragedy yeah yeah that's the thing when you when your partner says to you this is my favourite musical ever, and you've never seen it. It was such an easy win for Christmas. It was kind of like, well, that's what we're doing then. That's obvious. And as anyone who knows me outside the podcast uh, in real life will know, I'm absolutely god awful at keeping secrets. I can't keep a secret. I did book to you save a little bit. My life. So I booked the tickets, and then was kind of like, "Oh, Rebecca, make sure you book this day off work because we're going to we're going away for a couple of days. Uh, we need an overnight stay." You were like, where are we going? And because your family being from South Yorkshire, you're like, are we going home to see my parents or whatever? And I said, no, because I didn't want to disappoint you. I didn't want you in your head to be like, oh my God, we're going back to Yorkshire. And we weren't, we were actually going to London. So I said, no, we're not going there. And then you pretty much automatically were like, we're going to London then, didn't you? That was like your Well, whole... no, I knew we were going to London because I needed to book overnight. But you just well, wouldn't tell I mean, me what you, we were going to London for. You just assumed. That's what I mean. You, you just pretty much assumed we'd go to London. Um, yeah. But I then... didn't think... I had no idea it was Moulin Rouge. I had no idea. Like, it wasn't even a thing. I just, like, mentioned it to Matt that, like, I really like. But I never... It would not be on that. I never. I would never have guessed it. I would then, never um, have guessed it. And then, yeah, you for a long time, you thought we were going to go see a band... Which I was more than happy. I was about. thinking Lana Shell, like, oh my god, because like, oh, a graphic nature or something like that. But I don't know, well, you know, something like that. But then when it was that, I was like, <gasps> I was like, oh my god, I was like, oh my god, like, thanks. It, yeah. So, um, yeah, and then we obviously, yeah, we 
I told you, uh, I told you quite a, quite a while before Christmas that it was Moulin Rouge, um, and then we went to go and see it in like the first week and a half of January, weren't we? It was, um, yeah, it was very, very good. I've never actually seen the film. I knew no real concept of the story. I didn't really know anything about it. I knew obviously the Can Can song and uh, is it Lady e- Lady Marmalade is that the song? Yeah. Um, I knew those two things, and I knew it was a lot of like, big frilly dresses and lots of dancing, but. I didn't know much more than that, but it was actually incredible. Like it was so so good, wasn't it? Like, yeah, when you walked really in, amazing. when you walked in, and like you were just kind of like, "What's the elephant all about?" And I'm just like, yeah. I took like explained to me what it what it is what it is. But yeah, the stage was absolutely brilliant. And like if you if you've seen like um, the actual film, so like at the end when they do like obviously the play and you know like the, the stage work with the with the love hearts and everything, you know, like the the architecture and stuff. That's what it was like when you walked in there. Like to the actual uh, theater, and it would it would just absolutely made it, it was brilliant. Kind of, it was kind of cool actually because again, I didn't know the story. So when it was like we're performing a play, but as part of me, it was kind of like it was a weird kind of inception moment of yeah. like it's a play inside a play inside a play, and it was kind of like, this is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, so that was that was really really fun. The tickets actually, I've not actually told you how much they were. They weren't actually that expensive. We had really good. We, we had we, really good seats, and it was it was weird because. Obviously, I booked the tickets, and the money's not important. That's not that's not the point I'm making. But if you were to go two or two or three rows in front of where we were, because we were in the middle of the uh, second tier at the theatre, it was like an extra like forty five quid for like an extra three rows in front of us. And I don't know about you, but I don't think we would have seen that much more being four rows in front. Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's such a weird thing how these pricing things work, but. Alas, it was it was a really really good night out, wasn't it? Yeah, though the 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 other one, the one then what were right next to the stage, like right next to the stage well, where you got, had, where um, you got like yeah and stuff, tables yeah. and you get like God knows how much they were, but because you're grand. I think yeah, no, I think they were that much. <laughs> but I think they were about three hundred pound a ticket, something like that. Which don't get me wrong, I would have I would have paid for. It looked um, it looked it did look amazing because you were so close to the stage. You were literally right next to it. You were literally on it. And then when when the actors and act and like you know like the um, the Cancun girls were like walking, like they, they had like a little bit where they could walk it off the like stage, walkway. walkway. Yeah, cat, cat so you were walk yeah, so you were thing. even closer. So I was like, oh my god, like that would have just been freaking great. I'd have lost it. I'd have been like, oh my god, like shit. You know what I mean? Well, you, they they always say you have to go away from somewhere to come back. So I'll definitely see it again. You yeah. you you came away from that and were like, I want to see that again. That were brilliant. Yeah, you was, were smiling because you were just like, well, I was just for really, a treat, my it friend. Was, it was really really infectious. Like the songs were fantastic. Um, and they actually threw in some kind of um, newer songs as well. Spoiler alert if you've not seen it, but sorry about that. Yeah. Um, it, it was really, really good, wasn't it? Yeah, the um, dancers were absolutely brilliant. And my favourite character, obviously, it, it, in the film, it's my favourite character, but Toulouse, like, I absolutely love Toulouse. He's the kind of, uh, is he the eccentric kind of guy? The um, guy who's like, oh, oh, fell in love with Satine, like, yeah. before, like, as a boy. Oh, the, the main character. You yeah. Mean? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, Toulouse I, with the little the French guy with with the cap. I really, I really liked the um, the chap who was like the kind of almost like the narrator. I'm not sure what he like. He was like the orchestrator of like the Moulin Rouge. He, he was the bigger guy. He was super camp. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? I can't. I don't know. The oh, name you're in about um, Ziddler. 
Harold Zidler. Harold, that's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, he was amazing. I thought he was my favourite yeah. part of the show because he was just... He were good as well. He was so eccentric and so kind of like crazy jazz hands all the time. It was, it was really, really good. Yeah. It was really, really good. Um, we're going to talk about some theatre stuff in a moment because it's not the... F- it's not the only theatre show we've seen this month. No, it's so not. We have been busy people. We've been busy. <laughs> um, also, uh, I need to do a, uh, a big shout out to the lovely folks over at Good as Gold for sending myself to go and see Spanish Love Songs, Heart Attack Mount and Spud. Uh, fantastic show. I've done a live review on the uh, on the YouTube channel. Go and check it out. Um, but I love Spanish Love Songs. They've actually just been announced for 2000 Trees as well, which nice. is uh, amazing. That's very um, good. One of the weirdest like gig crowds though I've seen in a long time, in, in the sense of the band would come on, everyone would go like yay, like you know applause and singing whilst they're on stage. The second they were off stage, it was like deadpan silence. Very odd. I mean, I don't know if it's just a Norwich thing. It was on a Sunday night, so maybe it was a Sunday night thing. I don't know. But um, Spanish Love Song killed it. Uh, Heart Attack Man were probably stole the night for me. Um, just because Heart Attack Man have such great punchy songs, like you know they're proper um, sort of, I want to say pop punk because that's kind of what they are, but they've got a bit more of a bite. They're kind of like uh, American Nick Deep, if uh, Nick Deep were American, mm. like I think they want to be, but they're not. They're from Wrexham, but anyway, they were really, really good. Um, yeah, and uh, uh, Suds Spuds, I can't remember how they were pronounced. It's S P. UD, I think, it is, I think it is Spud was a sport act. They mm. were really good as well. Kind of um, female fronted, sort of uh, indie kind of rock. Really good. Really, really good. Um, let's talk about the other theatre show we went to. Because we went to go and see Woman in Black at the Theatre Royal in Norwich. And again, fan bloody tastic. And again, I've seen the film. Matt's not seen the film, so you didn't have a clue I, what I, was I don't, happening. I, don't, I kind of slack <laughs> on film watching. I watch like two films a year and that's probably about it. But yeah, <laughs> so like it was really good. There was some really jumpy bits, but the film has got jumpy bits. And because I've not seen the film in so long, I still obviously know the story and things like that. But I actually, it's actually on BBC iPlayer and I watched it last week when you were at work. So There you yeah. go, there you go. But if you want to watch it, if you want to watch The Woman in Black, if you're a fun then um yeah it's on bbc i play well yeah there we go um so woman in black was a direct import from um the west end as well so yeah. obviously been playing in london and then they do sort of a tour of the uk i think they've done like they've done four productions in norwich and you know what this is going to lead me nicely onto the next point i'm going to talk about after this uh segment of the podcast but i really want to go see bring me horizon Spoiler alert, we did go see Bring Me Horizon. We did. We're going to talk about it in a minute. But because, basically, I couldn't get cheap tickets or reasonably priced tickets together in a decent spot of the O2, I had what I could only be described as a little bit of a sulk. And I said, right, I really want to go to this thing. We've both got the weekend off. I want to do something. I want to just go and experience something. I want to do something. And I was looking on the Theatre Royal website because... We'd gone to see Moulin Rouge, and it was so great. We were like, I really like going to the theatre. Let's see what's on at the theatre, uh, in our local theatre. And, um, yeah, The Woman in Black. And I was like, oh, I know that. That's the horror film, right? And I looked online, and the back row of the Theatre Royal, and the Theatre Royal's not a big theatre. It's probably 1,500, 1,600 people, I reckon, at a push. Uh, the back row, they sell their tickets for £10. And I said to you, I said, we should go. And you were like, mm, I don't know, maybe, maybe. And I said... We can't go out for food or a night out for 20 quid 
or more or, or under. Do you know what I mean? So I said, even if it's terrible, it's only 20 quid and it's a night out. So we went and it was fan bloody tastic. Well, it? it was really, really good. It was very good. I was really, really impressed the fact that it only had like three characters, three actual actors on stage, maybe four props that you could see on the stage. Yeah, there were two. There were it two men. That, there were two men that were obviously playing different characters. But the woman in black, the, she just popped up here and there. You could say she weren't in it, but she weren't in it that much to be be able to. She was just basically doing. I think. I think out of like a, maybe a, a two hour production, she was on stage for maybe about ten minutes. But it was probably. Kind of, I don't think even ten minutes. Do you not think? No, I think it was less than that. Cause she would just show up and then she'd disappear like a split second so i don't think she were in there that that much she was still obviously a part of it but i think credit, both credit goes to the two men because you know what i mean like cause it obviously it were going backwards and forwards like it was the amount of dialogue yeah it was I'd the amount so of dialogue it, and the different characters yeah and it was it was really really and the accents as yeah, well the accents yeah it was really really impressive and you know, some people go, yeah, they're actors, that's what they do. But, but this was brilliant. It doesn't take away from the sheer skill of, of knowing how to do those things. It, it was really, really impressive feat. It, it was really, really, I loved it. And like I said, they only had like three props. They had like a, a wicker basket on stage, didn't a they? A table. A table and like a chair. And that was pretty much the And then a book, what were the prop? And a book that was the prop. And then, and like and a, then clothes like, a clothes rail. A clothes rail, yeah. With different outfit changes on. Um, and then the backstage bit behind the curtain. That yeah. were obviously, that were really impressive. But yeah, so behind, so obviously they got the main stage with those few props on it. And then you had a curtain that came down the front, and then behind that, there was other items yes, that you couldn't yeah. see, but it was backlit. Yeah. So, like, you could see the silhouette, which I thought was a really nice touch. Yeah, so, like, the fog and things like that. Like, obviously, when it goes out into the marshes kind of thing, it's, oh, it's, it was so... And then, obviously, going up the staircase. Yeah. So, yeah. should we talk about the woman who absolutely cacked her knickers during that performance? It was the scream. It was the, it was the funniest thing. She I've just went, heard. oh, fuck. Yeah, like I said... She wore a bottom row. Well, she wore underneath us, weren't she? Yeah, it was kind of... You can tell that it was suspenseful, and that was the point. Like, But she, you didn't know when it's going to happen. proper, like... Yeah. And it just set the whole theatre into, like, absolute rules of laughter. It was, it was, oh, fuck! And it was just like, oh, it was just brilliant. Yeah, it was so <laughs> funny. She, she, yeah. Because there were speakers outside, weren't there? So yeah. when the woman went back, like, screaming, it, like, echoed, and it, it didn't make me jump a couple of times. It was, it was really, really good. <laughs> Um, so as we've uh, as we've alluded to, um, we did actually manage to secure Bring Me the Horizon tickets. Yeah, and it is arguably the tour of the year thus far. It'll probably be the tour of the year um, unless there's a big, massive uh, full like autumn tour coming from another band that is of this kind of caliber. But yeah, so Bring Me the Horizon, uh, Bad Omens. Cassiette was due to play, but to unfortunately poorly. pulled out because she was poorly. Um, and then who opened that show? I can't remember who opened now. Um, it was, um, oh, Jesus Christ, Static Dress. Of course it was, Static Dress, of course. Um, and it, again, it was a case of going down to London town. And um, 
We had no stadium. We had no stadium. We went yeah. down to Camden. Which... Went to Cyber... Cyberdog. Oh, my God. That place is amazing. I've never been in. I was driving Matt up well, though, because I was on the hunt for a bloody jumper, and I couldn't find anything I liked. And when I wanted to look at stuff, or like... Because, obviously, I've never been to Camden. Busy. Camden is famously very, very busy. Busy. But Cyberdog, I thought I absolutely loved that. It was so good. It was just so, like, so much to look at. Very colourful, rave... Yeah, so <laughs> Cyberdog, for those who, who don't know what it is, it's essentially a, uh, a a rave kind of store, superstore. So they do um, outfits. outfits, like UV stuff, like quirky, um, like jewellery. There's like a live DJ. There's like dancers in there, like on top of the, so As you walk as in. As you walk in, there's two dancers. There's two dancers on like this pillar thing that was kind of cool. I, I absolutely loved it. The atmosphere were brilliant. It was just so colourful and stuff. And there were just like body harnesses and stuff. Like, and oh, I would just. And they've, then got, they've, all, got, they've got a plus 18 section. Yeah, with under, loads, on the, loads, yeah of, um, on the bottom. Loads of fruity stuff. Fruity um, stuff. Fruity stuff. So that was kind of cool. It was just a really nice. It was just a really nice uh, afternoon, one a morning, sort of walking around. Yeah. Like I say, you were in a bit of a grump because you couldn't find a jumper. But you know what? It's 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 fine. I did we, find one in. We did find one in the end. Well, I didn't find a jumper. It was like a top thing. You found a top from Vans, which was nice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it was a really really pleasant nice experience. Um, and then we went to the O2, which you've never been to. You've never been to the O2. Um, how did you find the O2 experience? Was it was it a nice venue? Yeah, did you enjoy really. It? Really, yeah, it's a nice venue. Really nice. It is a nice venue. Yeah. I've been there a few times. We we were actually discussing um, really recently, like different venues that like I've been to. Like obviously, come from around these parts. And Rebecca's up there up north, and I said like the amount of bands I've seen in that room. So like everyone from Bringing Horizon probably three times in that venue. Um, Shakiri, I've seen there supporting Bring Me, um, Alter Bridge, like. Rush, Deep Purple, loads and loads of bands. It was a really, really cool experience. And I love the O2 because it's a purpose-built venue. They're like... And when you... You've never been to Wembley or, or Ali Pali in London, right? Both of those venues are fucking dog shit. Especially Ali Pali. I hate Alexandra Palace with a passion. Well, I... Um, yeah. Yeah. If, if any bands play Ali Pali and that's the London date, I'll see if there's a date up north because I'm more likely to go up north than I'm You'd really Pally. drive in that extra time to yeah, go up north. Yeah, because Ali Pali's a pain in the arse. And if anyone's been to Ali Pali, you'll know that Alexandra Palace is a pain in the arse. But kicking things off was Static Dress. What did you think of Static Dress? really good, though. I've never seen Static Dress. I've seen bits like from people's YouTube videos and stuff like that when I've watched them at festivals, and they look really good. And... Um, and then I didn't actually realise that they're actually from, from Leeds. They are from Leeds. Leeds so boys. Near, so, yeah. So, yeah, I liked them. They were really good. I think um, I think the music were a little bit louder than him. Yeah, his vocals were Yeah, his vocals. Yeah, like, I think the... the but I could, cause I, could, I could hear him, but I couldn't hear what he was actually saying. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? So I knew, you know, but, but then when he came on later on, we all lay... Yeah. Okay, well, you know what I mean? Because he came, he came and did um, diamonds are uh, oh, no diamonds are forever. Yeah. Diamonds yeah. are forever. Because he did um, activist we um, Noah from Big that's, Bad Omens. That's it. But yeah, yeah, when he yeah when he came out yeah and did that we um, we uh, Ollie, he, he, you could hear him a lot better. But during his actual set, his sound were just it was just a bit quiet. His yeah, voices were a bit quiet for me. Absolutely. Um, I thought um, Sassy Dress were brilliant. I thought they were really, really good. Really, um, a lot of energy, very, you know. I, I feel like 
if you're the opening band on an arena bill, you have to bring the energy. And they brought it in bucket loads. Oh, yeah, they and, did. Pe- and people were, like, up for it. And I think um, Ollie Appleyard, the singer of um, of uh, Static Dress, is a fucking force to be reckoned with. And those riffs are razor sharp. Like, razor, razor sharp riffs. So it's really, really cool to see that in such a big arena. It's always wonderful. Um, next on were Bad Omens, weren't they? Which was, it was a weird one because so it was like... Uh, Static Dress is like, yeah, cool, the opener's on. There's a few people kind of milling about. The arena filled up very, very fucking quickly after that. Yeah. Like, as soon as Bad Omens were on, the whole place was pretty much packed out. Yeah. Um, I will probably start first, because I am I was a quite a big detractor of Bad Omens. I thought they were they were fine. We actually listened to the album uh, when it first came out on a drive, didn't we? We were driving yeah. to Norwich, and I said, yeah. oh, let's put this on. And, like... I thought it was okay. I thought it was pretty cool. Like, I wasn't massively sold on it, but I I wouldn't say I'm a converted Bad Omens fan, but I understand it more now I've seen it in the live environment. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, now I've seen it with my own eyes, and I've seen the kind of, And the fan reaction was mental. People were going batty for it. You um you really like Bad Omens. What did you think? They were amazing. I was like, oh, I just was, Noah's voice live is just just as good as what it is on Spotify. It's so clean and clear and crisp. Like they didn't mess up on his sound at all. I I think you could hear I, a pin. Like you know what mm. I mean. You could hear a pin drop. It was just so clean when they were doing just the you know no music, just his voice, and it was just yeah. I I, I his do voice I do, is I do incredible. Think, you know. I, I'm making a conscious effort in 2024 not if I don't like something not to be too critical of it and just say it's not for me but I thought his vocal uh, is really quite astonishing he's got a really really great voice the only thing with Bad Omens I just kind of and it's just for personal preference but I understand while at the death of peace of mind is fucking massive as a song what is that this is that the sexy sleep like yeah, that's song. the one I, I love. That's, that's, that's song. the ba- that's the baby making song in it. It's so freaking good. Um, it's just yeah. I completely understand why that is the big hit. But when you've got songs like is it Dethrone? They're playing right at the end. That's got the blast beats in mm. it. I'm like, why did you not just do a 45 minute set of that? Like, and I I totally get it. I'm I'm more of a hardcore kind of a heavier kind of guy than the kind of softer stuff, but. Yeah, they were really good. The visuals were really cool as well. Like they, yeah. they proper made use of that arena as well in terms yeah. of the production and the big screens yeah, and stuff. It was it was really, really good. They really did. Um and let's talk about Bring Me the Horizon. And I feel like everyone has talked about Bring Me the Horizon at this point about yeah, this. Yeah, literally. We we're literally on we're the very last podcast. On, on the last podcast it. that we did like three months ago, we were on about Bring Me the Horizon and saying that I'd love to go and we actually went <laughs> Yeah, and it was the first time that you've seen Bring Me Horizon in 10 years. In 10 years. So how, how did you find oh, it? It was so good. I, I We just went for it. We went, I, I, My voice, my throat was burning some singing. Because I was literally pouring my heart out. I was thinking, I'm going to lose my voice here. I am absolutely going to lose my voice. Because my throat was burning. Such a good start to finish. There were a guy outside of me. And I thought, I don't know if it were his first like gig or what. But he, he was just like in awe. And his eyes were just like... You know, like I think it may have been his first ever. Oh. Um, his was we gone. The, it was the twenty first, wasn't it? 
Yeah, we went in the 21st. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry, I've just pulled the set list up for those who aren't watching on YouTube. Um, yeah, I thought the guy, there was a guy stood next to you who, <laughs> like I say, I don't know if it was his first show or he just was, kind of didn't know as many Bring Me Horizon songs, but every single song, like I just sort of done a little slight eye look at him and his, his jaw was on the floor for a lot of it. And I'm like, so good. I love to see that. I love seeing like newer fans of, of bands, watching bands and being like, fuck this is mad i love that um last time i saw bring me horizon was download festival i think about that yeah 2023 download i thought they were absolutely fantastic um i was interested to see what they were going to kind of bring to the new kind of aesthetic with the new um the new tour and stuff um yeah let's just i kind of bang through the set list i guess um dark side opener um i'm a big fan of that song me too I, I wasn't too sure to begin with when it first came out because I was kind of like I sort of almost forgot about it, but then hearing it live, I was like, "Oh no, this is this is a banger!" Like, yeah, it was really really good. Oh, absolutely. When I when I first heard that song, it were on repeat. If you, if if I love a song that much, I will listen to it probably for the entire day. Mm. Like if I mean if it slaps, I will listen to it. I will listen to that until I get an headache. Uh, you know what I mean? But that, um, yeah, loved absolutely. It. Uh, second song, Empire, let them sing, which. It's just obscene behaviour. It's just it? obscene behaviour from Bring the Horizon. Literally, it was just like banger after banger after banger, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And definitely. then when we and then yeah, when we got to die for you, I was like, Meh. I was yeah. like, "Yeah." So uh, they then played uh, Mantra, Teardrops, Amen, which all of our bangers. I love all of those. Yeah. But for me, Kool Aid oh. is just the one like so when they play download festival 2023 and obviously various other festivals and whatever else they use they change that song for dear diary and if you've seen the production of this tour you'll obviously know there's a big uh church at the back and you've obviously got eve who is like the narrator of the whole story um and when they played uh download it was a big massive dragon that kind of sort of of dragon like character that kind of broke through the church in this, they've got some sort of, like, female, baby kind of fucked up thing. Like, it, it, um, it was awesome. It, looked, yeah, it looked awesome. It looked like an angel because she'd got wings. Yeah, and she'd like obviously... An angel, baby, deformed, fucking she'd, weird thing. She'd obviously... She, well, she drank the Kool-Aid. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, her body, as time were going on, it would deteriorate. And so, she was losing her feathers. You could see her chest starting to open up. And in the end, she's literally just a pile of bones. It was absolutely brilliant and that song is and that chorus yeah i i wasn't to be honest when it first came out that first song first came out i said to you i was like, i'm not too sure on the production of it i absolutely like, loved it but it has grown on me so so much i loved it as soon as i heard it i'll like, listen to it again then I um, it and then going into shadow moses which is i think personally possibly brooming horizon's pinnacle like that is their that is their Enter Sandman that is their Master of Puppets that is their so, Fear of the Dark whatever insert big band you want to compare it to that is their Wonder Wall if you're gonna go for a way yeah. like it's it's just such yeah. a monumental moment in the set um, but personally I don't think it's the best song they've ever done the best song they've ever done is coming up in about three songs um, <laughs> Obey was fantastic I'd yep. love to have seen Young Blood come out again. He did in uh, on one of the shows, I believe. It I think was, it was the night before hours. Yeah, it was at Sheffield. He came out, I think. I believe. Oh, I don't know. Something thought... like that. Um, that was fantastic. Obey's a banger. Um, 
Die For You is still not a great song. Sorry, Bring the Horizon. I love you dearly, but it's not a great song. Um, but then Itch For The Cure, uh, When Will We Be Free on tape, going into Kingslayer with those lights, with those lasers. Fucking it was so Christ, that was good. It was such a good party, weren't it? It was a good party night. And you know what? Um, Ollie, Ollie um, from Bring Me has got such a great stage patter. Like he's got that. De- he he almost is like I saw a TikTok. Um, is like is Ollie the front man of Bring Me Horizon or is Ollie a comedian? Because they like cut together like bits from the yeah. tour from what he said. Like he's like if you don't move, you're some sort of dickhead. Shake your dick to this and like just it was just funny. It's, like he's just a it funny. Makes me, it makes me proud to be from North because yeah, Sheffield. I'm from Barnsley. He's he's from Sheffield. It's literally not that far. It's literally like what half an hour drive away from me. Well, half an hour on train from where I used to live. So it makes me. Really proud to be a Yorkshire fella and, you know, yeah. supporting a band who is also from Yorkshire I th- I as think, well. I think as well, like, I've seen Bring Me Horizon a lot over the years. I started seeing them in 2008. So I feel like I've seen quite a lot of progression from where they started to where they are. Excuse me. Um, but I feel like Bring Me and Ollie in particular, they've had, like, their dips, they've had their doubts, and they've kind of had to, like, prove themselves and come back and prove themselves. And, like, now I just feel like, they are at the absolute top of their game. Yeah. And they fucking know it, so they're just yeah. having fun with it. Yeah. And they, he genuinely looks like, they all look like they're genuinely having fun, like when they're on stage. Yeah. And he's dancing as well. Like yeah, he's, he's dancing. And, um, um, but yeah, like, I mean, there's like, they, we had, they had to shut the sto- shop, stop the show about three times because yeah. obviously people, but I've, I may have seen little spoils on YouTube where I might have like watched a little bit of the show, so I kind of knew mean, what were happening, and they were happening at their shows as the other shows as well. I don't well. think you could get away from it. No, it was hot. It was hot. It was hot. Where we were, we were far back, obviously, and we were sat down, and it was hot. It, we were dancing, we were singing. It was hot. So if it's hot there, the people who are on the floor or closer to the stage are going to be a lot hotter because they've got the lights. They're obviously in a tight spot. You know, they're obviously all together. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Olive Lesson, like a fan, like gave him like a, a note or something, and like a little teddy. And he just while that time, well, while the people were like helping, I think it was the third time that we had they had to stop. He like took the time to just sit on stage. He just sat cross leg on drink, stage, cross leg on stage, wheeze drink, reading the note that this fan had gave him, and it was just so like really like humble it was, it was wholesome, and care, wasn't it? really wholesome and it was just it was it was really nice to like see and you like and you got a panda teddy and I love what he did with it he just shoved it down his pants up panda were like sticking out of his like belly it was so cute it was cute was and I was cute. like oh and he just said thank you I think I can't remember what the girl's name was but he said thank you and I was like oh that's really sweet yeah it's really was, sweet that was really good um and then they played strangers acoustic uh I'm not a big fan of strangers I think it's it was pretty no, bad, to be honest, as a song, but they played Diamonds Aren't Forever with Ollie Appleyard coming out, and it was <laughs> fucking glorious. It was brilliant. You know what? I like I say, I've been seeing them for a long time, and I thought it was 2008 again. It was so good because yeah. it was the We Will Never Sleep, and then on the screen, like the words, and the I was like, Oh my god, that literally took me to college days. But I, I, I had 16 year old me, I handed you my glasses, and you were like, What are you doing? and I just absolutely it's been swung, like, it's been swung like my head like a fucking windmill idiot. for like a split second i was like is that it i was just like yeah i was just, <laughs> I was just like, I was like what it? a fucking there's your glasses what a banger um parasite eve is just class uh anti-vist with noah was fantastic that was brilliant um 
drowned with the big confetti going off was amazing. Um, Can you feel my heart? Is you know what? I'm not. I'm not. Um, I'm not as into Can You Feel My Heart I as am. everybody else. I know it's a really massive yeah. song. I think it's actually probably the biggest I am song. not bothered of a drown. I'm not bothered of a doomed either. <sighs> doomed. I, doomed I'm just not. I'm just I not. Love, it just didn't do out for me. It re- Like that song just like, I just hit me right in the feels. It just didn't do anything for me. Um, Lost is a fucking banger. Yeah. That, was, that is yeah. such a banger. And Throne. Um, and Throne, of course, is just, is just absolutely wonderful. I thought Bring Me the Horizon were stellar and you know what they have cemented themselves as a festival headliner they're never ever not going to be that now they're never ever not going to play arenas my question is where did bring me go from here i'd love to see them do like a gunsby park like like limp biscuit are like corn yeah done. i'm seeing corn. um you are seeing corn actually as well yeah, yeah that's very exciting um do like a proper because they done all points east which i went to uh, and obviously not Rebecca sat here, our friend Becca went to. Um, and it was kind of undersold. It was kind of a bit... Un- the band played fantastic. It was a little bit underwhelming in terms of attendance. I'd love to see them go back and do something like that and build a whole day out of it like they did for All Points East and just smash the fuck out of it. Because I think they could. Or mm. put them in a stadium. I'm going to say it. Put them in a stadium. Oh, people, Jesus Christ. People would go, no, 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 they wouldn't do a stadium. But Milton re- Keynes. I reckon. <laughs> no, but yeah, seriously, I think put the Milton Keynes Bowl, for example, even though Milton Keynes is a terrible fucking place to get to. I've been, yeah, I've been there before. But put them put them there. Give them a really, really strong, like this one, Bad Omens and the likes. Give them a really strong undercard of support. Watch them sell it out. I, I'm fucking here for it. I'd love that. I would love that. Um, yeah, let's talk about the most recent thing we went to. Which, like, two days two ago? Two days ago, we went to go and see As December Falls, Grey Wind. Yeah. And we also... Who was the other support actor? Uh, At- Atia. 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 Atia or Atia? I can't remember. Atia. Arte. Sorry, apologies. <laughs> um, yeah, that was actually given to us, gifted to us by the lovely, lovely Sarah Maynard, who works for Major PR, who works with Grey Wind. Um, so thank you very much, Sarah, for thank sending you. us to that gig to review it on the podcast. Um, it was at the Norwich Waterfront, and it was a bloody good time. Oh, it was a really good time. It was a really, it really was re- good time. Um, should we start with Artia? Uh, Arta. Uh, sorry, I'm going to call them Artia. You're going to call them Arta. They Arto. Are Arto. All right, sorry. So A-R-T-O, isn't it? Arto. Arto. Arto were brilliant they were really really good i've never heard Arto before i've Neither never heard any of the music brilliant absolutely brilliant as soon as it started it was like straight into it really loud punchy she was uh, well the yeah so the uh, non-binary uh, the, i believe i believe the front uh person of that band is uh non-binary going by they them so if we get pronouns wrong yeah we apologize we don't mean anything by it it's yeah just yeah um, yeah, they were, as a band, they were absolutely fantastic. Brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Vocalist was absolutely fantastic. Really clear, clean. They, they just had like, really, this really re- kind of cool punch and like, I, I loved there was it. like electronica in there. Yeah, a bit of, of dance. Like, I've, I've actually put them on my uh, Spotify playlist and I follow them on Instagram and everything. They are absolutely brilliant. They've got a new album coming out in March, I believe. March 1st. Yeah, March See, Rebecca's here. Rebecca's <laughs> on the deets for us. Yeah, um, March first. Um, it's oh, it's freaking great. It, like, oh, they are brilliant. 
Sorry, I, I switched a it. Burp. I was, I said a little burp. I just right, muted, I, I, I muted myself so I could like <laughs> do a little burp. Sorry. Oh, I was like, yeah, they were absolutely brilliant. I yeah. absolutely loved it. It was just boom, boom, boom. Absolutely brilliant energy. Yeah. Vocalist yeah. voice were brilliant. Yeah, she had a they had a really sorry. They had a really good vocal. It was really, really, really strong. Really, really, really strong. Really clear. Really, just I'm lost for uh, words. There, it there, was there was a lot of power behind it as well. There was a, a lot. lot of power in their vocal, which was really, really cool. Um, and you know what? It's the first time in a long time that uh, an opening for a three band bill has has kind of really put me back. It kind of made me take a step back and go, "Wow, this is really good. Like this is yeah. really, really good. Like you know what I mean?" So. Yeah. That's fantastic. Um, next up, the reason why we were there, or the or at least the reason why we got the guests and stuff, was the excellent Grey Wind. Um, Steph and Paul of Grey Wind, and obviously the rest of Grey Wind, absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Previous podcast guests, much like As December Falls are as well. Um, what did you think to Grey Wind? Oh, they were so they were real so good. She just reminded me of like a little anime character. Like their voice is just so sweet and cute. I think the crowd were a little bit like dead for him though. Like I think I think um so Norwich Waterfront, uh this is very Norwich centric, so I apologise. It's got two rooms. You've got the main room which we were downstairs in, and that fits about seven hundred people in, and then you've got upstairs, which is about two fifty. Um, I would guess there was probably about 300, 350 maybe, would you say, people I in the room? I am not sure. Uh, a kind of, I mean, that was kind of a speculative guess looking at the room, right? So I personally think, as December Falls would have served a lot better for themselves and a lot better for the other bands if they'd have played upstairs, sold it the fuck out, like literally no, no, no room at all, that would have been better for the atmosphere. Um, so I agree. I think I think Grey Wind kind of suffered a little bit, but it wasn't their fault. No. I thought they were absolutely They were brilliant. brilliant. They were absolutely brilliant. They were really um, brilliant. And I got to meet them afterwards. I was so nervous. I was just like... Yeah. Um, so they, they played a stellar set. Um, they did. Yeah, they, they were really, really great. And we actually got to hang out with Steph and Paul afterwards, which yeah. was really, really lovely. Um, but yeah, Grey Wind were excellent go and listen to them they, they are irish emo i don't know what every time i say irish i sort of almost pronounce it as if i'm irish i can't help it it's like irish it's like, I yeah <laughs> any other irish. any other word i don't say like in that way i'd go irish 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 irish, irish. Can't help it um yeah they were they're from ireland see brilliant band brilliant um yeah really really good uh so go and check them out and also go check the podcast out we done with them because it's fun fantastic uh yeah and then the headliner as december falls um and it's kind of interesting because you didn't know any of the bands really you hadn't really listened to any many any of the bands before going so <coughs> you kind of went in a bit blind i've yeah i've i have not seen as december falls because this is the thing as december falls and as everything unfolds i always get confused and i want to shout know. how would you get him confused my brain is a bit dumb sometimes i want to do a shout out to uh, John Cass of As Everything Unfolds because when I interviewed him at 2000 Trees I went I'm here with As December Falls and he just looked at me and went that's not right and I was like no it's not right John I'm so sorry so but yeah I think it's um, the beginning bit as yeah, Everything is, Unfolds as December Falls I think yeah. that's probably where it's messed you up a bit is the beginning uh, bit absolutely. of the 
Um, but yeah, they were absolutely fantastic. Um, they've got loads of really great songs, like really, really great kind of um, punky, kind of female-fronted Yeah, pop, Bethany's pop got songs. a fantastic voice. Bethany's got such a great voice. She is, she's so freaking cute as well. Like, yeah, uh, And she's just so sweet. And yeah, the entire band were absolutely brilliant. But yeah, she's got a cracking voice. And she's a really, really nice, um, really nice interviewee as well. She she was smashed on the podcast when we had her on about a year or so ago. Absolutely wonderful, and um, just a really good vibe. The whole the whole show was a really good vibe. Yeah. I thought, like I said, the the crowd was a little bit lackluster, but I think that it's not per se the band's fault. No, people could just just people, just people some, just stand some there. people just want to go to the gig, watch the band perform their songs very, very well applaud when necessary and you know it, it was good though it was really really good yeah. i think norwich is just a bit weird for gigs at the moment i say whether it's just my luck and the crowds i'm in are a bit strange but uh yeah as temples were fantastic as i say massive massive thank you to sarah for allowing us to go to the gig and um thank you to the waterfront staff for just being really lovely and uh because they had my name on the guest list and i had an email saying plus one rebecca she, they were like they let her in and it was all good so that was yeah. lovely. Um, that is kind of all the kind of review stuff we've got on the thing. But um, our self-indulgent time, let's talk about our wedding. Oh, yeah. Because our wedding is in under six months. That's yeah, it's coming terrifying up. It'll be f- uh, it's the 4th of February today as we're recording this. And uh, yeah, so we get married on the 12th of July. Um, it's the 4th of February at a minute. So yeah, it'll be five months on the 12th of February that yeah. we'll be getting married. Yeah, it's and really it's exciting. it's going really fast. It's going super, super fast. We had his um, notice of marriage appointment, which felt like an interrogation. It did feel like a bit of an interrogation. If you've ever been married before, um, notice of marriage is essentially where you have to go and declare your legal right to marry, and then you're both free. And it was kind of weird, because they were like, Rebecca's never been married. And I sort of was like, no, uh, I hope not. I was like, she's, she's not told me if I have. Yeah. And I made a joke with the woman who was, um, who was doing it, and she kind of had to rein me in she said um you're not related by blood by marriage anything like this to rebecca are you and i said well if i am i said it's gonna make an awkward drive home which she sort of looked at me and went i must remind you we this is a legal process and i was like no we're not obviously like and i was kind of <laughs> yeah it's very serious yeah it, 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 it is serious it is serious it is serious but also i'm i'm a jovial joker uh, for my clients. I don't think she liked that. No, I don't think she liked that. I think she was a bit grumpy with that. But and um, at, the, um, at the end, she, well, when we finished as like a thing, she says to me, good luck. And I'm like, it's just single luck with you. Yeah, well, no, to be fair, I think I think good luck is a thing you say. In the same way that when you go to theatre, you say break a leg, which is a weird thing to say. But apparently there's like a theatre reason for that. But yeah, good luck is something you do say when you go to weddings and stuff. So... We're pretty much all there now, aren't we? We've pretty much got everything sorted, and um, yeah. that's good. We just got to get a few um, little decorative things for, yeah. for the room and stuff, which I is get my, be cool. I get my first dress fitting in, in just under three weeks, yeah, which is terrifying. Like I, yeah, I'm getting my first dress fitting, and then I'm still debating what to do with my hair. <laughs> um, comment down below on this YouTube video what Rebecca should do with her hair. I don't know whether to have it up or <laughs> half up, half down. I I really don't know. People, I, I've tried asking friends and they're just, they're indecisive. I don't know because I haven't got the thickest of hair. I haven't got the longest of hair. Um, but I don't like my hair up, so I'm like I don't know what to do. 
I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm sure it'll be fine. Um, yeah, also, I want to do uh, a couple of uh, shout-outs for albums that have been out recently. The new Slow album. Oh, my God, so good. Which is called Freak Dreams. It came out a couple of days ago. It is fucking excellent. It's great. It's like, when we get, when we get sent as a podcast, music, and we have bands on, you know, nine times out of ten, I actively enjoy the band. And, you know, it's either a good album, a great album, or in some very rare occasions, it's an exceptional album. I think Slope falls into the exceptional category. It is really, really good. Um, and if you listen to the first song of that record, it's kind of like, um, kind of funky, kind of like uh, early Red Hot Chili Pepper kind of style. That's like the baseline for it, right? And then you listen to the end song of that record, which is just straight out of any kind of hardcore band's playbook. Like, the, the, the end breakdown on that end song made you laugh. <laughs> made me, like, laugh so hard when I first listened to it. It's funny. I, I just said to it's you... Just I, like, it's just it's uh, like, boom, 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 silence. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. I was like, what the hell? It just, it, <laughs> it, it, it totally... Um, in the same way that Bring Bring Horizon, in the same way that Code Orange kind of used that, or used to use that kind of that dropout thing, with a, and then the, the guitar would stop for a split second, it's like glitchy. Mm. It was kind of like that, but instead of glitching, it just fully stopped. And it's like, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> dun, dun. And it's like, oh my God, how long is this song going on for? And it just kept building and building and building. And it's just, it gets to the point where it's almost, it is laughable because it's laughable because it's so great how much it builds. Yeah. Um, I fucking love that record. It's really, really good. Yeah, it's the last one on the album. Is it Blue Black Summer? I can't remember. I can't remember the, the exact title of the, of the song, but it is Ugh. excellent. Uh, I want to talk about how good the new Green Day record is as well. Uh, Saviors, I think it's fantastic. Um, and I say that because the last Green Day record was an absolute fucking train wreck. Um, Father of All Motherfuckers was so bad as a record. This is like a return to form, quotation marks. But it has sent me down a massive, like, wormhole of reminding myself how much I fucking love Green Day as a band. What a band. And, but I did look on Ticketmaster for the Wembley show, and they are £300 a ticket, which is too much. It's not Green Day's fault. It's Ticketmaster's surge pricing bollocks. <laughs> Excuse me. Um... But they are playing Glasgow, and it's like 100 quid. So I'm potentially, hopefully, fingers crossed, looking at Rebecca very nicely with my eyes and going, please, darling, can... You know, because my brother my brother moved to Glasgow uh, before Christmas this year, or last year, and, um, yeah, it'd be really cool to potentially go and do that. Yeah. But um, I'm going back to Glasgow. You are. Uh, in literally a month, so that's really exciting. I turned 31 in March as well, so that's... Another another go round the sun, as they say. And it's two years to the day that we met. Yeah, so it'll be uh, on the 5th of March. It'll be two years to the day that we met. No, four, 4th of March, isn't it? 5th. 5th is the 5th. 5th will be two years to the day that we met, a year that we got engaged, um, and it's all very, very exciting. It's mm. uh, You know what? And I, I'm going to say this publicly on the podcast, that how much I love and appreciate you, because you are literally... 
the rock that keeps me going. You are the person picking me up when I can't be bothered and always making sure that we are consistent and keeping me on the right track and everything else. And yeah, I love and respect you so, so much. You are everything. Um, (laughs) I've just put in my notes to end the podcast. Anything else we want to talk about? Is there anything you want to talk about? We're going to go see see Corn. Yeah, I'm going to uh, see Corn. Yeah, with Becca. You might be coming. I might be coming. But me and Becca have got tickets. I'm so excited. So it's um, corn, spirit box. Um, is, I want to say it's dental curry. I might not be dental curry. It's um, wargasm. Yeah, it, I think it's dental curry and then it's wargasm as well. Um, so that's going to be a really good show. It's really nice of corn to give you a piss break and a beer break while wargasm are on. Um, I, I'm sort of half joking when I say that. Yeah, we've um, been watching them. Yeah, corn are going to be outrageous. I've... I've never actually seen Corn Headline ever. You've mm. you've seen them at download, haven't you? I've seen, seen them at download a couple seen, of times. Um, seen them at download twice. Yeah, um, and it's also thirty years since the debut Corn record. So, if you get anything like a special treat set because of that, I'm going to be so annoyed that I've not gone. Um, and Spirit Box are fantastic as well, so that'll yeah. be really, really good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But yeah. Lots of fun, exciting things. Yeah, my dad's coming to visit today. Your your dad is literally coming down in the next couple of hours. He's staying for the weekend, which is nice. So get get to see him and his lovely partner, Louise. Or wife, should I say, Louise? yeah. (laughs) Yeah, lots of exciting things. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's everything. That's everything. This is uh, off the record by Nevermind Poly Podcast. Um, Thank you so much. Like, share, subscribe, all of that good stuff. Also... Uh, I'm starting to make YouTube content a little bit. Um, I've put one video out. It's done incredibly well. Thank you so much for everyone who's watched that download reaction video. Um, I don't know how much more I'll be doing in the near future, but I feel like I'm getting the bug, getting the itch. Yeah. And you know, the thing is, I realised that none of it matters. Like, I've realised this. Because when before when I first started YouTube and all this kind of stuff, it was like... I'd always have to chase the next goal, chase the next thing, chase the next thing. And people always ask me two questions. How many people listen to the podcast and how much money do you make from the podcast? Which I think personally are two kind of intrusive questions. But alas, it doesn't matter. The point is, I have enough listeners to keep me motivated to do this. And how much money I've made, well, I don't make any money. But the point is, I've won. I've won the game. The game is to get the prize. And the prize could be 100 million subscribers. Could be lots of money at the end of the rainbow. I found my prize. My prize is sat next to me. Because if it wasn't for all of this stuff, you wouldn't be here. No. I wouldn't get married to you. And to me, I've won. So if someone says to me, you're not ever doing podcast again. You're not ever doing YouTube again. I'm like, cool, that's fine, because I met Rebecca and I'm marrying my best friend in uh, in July. So there we go. What a wholesome way to end the podcast. <laughs> and you know what? The cat has been so good today. He's been sat in Aww. his little cat basket. Oh, just, if I move backwards, you can Aww, see him. Oh, look at him, baby. Um, yeah, thank you so much. We'll be back 
very very soon with an off the record i'm sure yeah i think we should probably do these we talked about doing these every like week maybe we do like every month like a bit of a catch-up every, every month i think it'd be quite cool rebecca's getting tired oh, every month sorry it's, i woke it's, up yet it's, it's, it's 20 past nine we've been doing this for an hour so yes but yeah um thank you so much see you all very soon uh, lots of interesting lovely stuff coming on the podcast interview with uh done lauren hibbard interview recently that was fantastic uh got jen and the degenerates coming up as jen well and the degenerates. jen and the degenerates whose album is fantastic as well sounds really hard to say that you know what i smashed it every time on the oh podcast. that's what... sometimes uh also bocassa which is really really good i'm uh, really excited for that and lots of fun stuff so yeah enjoy be good be kind we'll see you next time Bye. peace